Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Guess what? Look who's back. Hey, everyone. The beef is back. Anyway. Oh, he, he didn't know I was going to do that. I didn't know you were going to do that. I was like waiting to see my own face going just to say, well, hello, cats. I was like, hey, wait, what are you doing? I thought, I thought this would be a, lot, a little bit more fun. <laughs> I like that little, a little, little psych. It's like, hey, where's the beaver? Oh, there he is. <laughs> uh, good morning and well, hello, cats and cubs. Welcome to season three and episode number 97 of the Daily Beaver on the Cryer Media Network today. Recording day is Wednesday, April 12th, 2023, and it is going to be a mostly sunny day here at the Beaver Lodge with temperatures hitting 14. Perhaps a good day for the first tennis of the season. If I can find a willing accomplice, who knows? Never know. I'm your host, the Eager Beaver, pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver, eh? And just a note, uh, based on something I saw on the internet the other day, um, just because you happen to say what your pronouns are does not necessarily mean that you are transgender. For people with small minds who can't have complex thoughts, 
Okay. Not only transgender people use pronouns. We all oh, do. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we have for like a long, long time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course. A bi- yeah. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. Good morning, Kit Elaine. Good morning, Kit Jim. So lovely to see you. Good morning, Kit Ellen. And Kit Linda M. And my good friend, Kit Pete. How are you doing, mate? Lovely to see you. Um, and I'm guessing that you are just coming to check in before you go to bed. So in case you have to leave before the show is over, we'll wish you pleasant dreams already. But stay with us as long as you can. Um, we have a Wednesday morning nibble for you. But before we get into it, we have to do the most important thing that we do and something I haven't done in a few days now. Say hello to you, Mr. Grizzly, and ask you how your mental health is today. And also thank you for holding down uh, the lodge for the last two days because um, I needed you. <laughs> and you did quite well. Thank you. I listened to both episodes. Well, good morning, Mr. Beaver. And my mental health is, is, uh, it's there. <laughs> like, Ooh. Good, man. Well, working in, so there's all kinds of stuff going on. This, that just, it's exhausting. I'm exhausted. But, um, I, I'm, I'm happy to, happy that you're back because it, it's, look, you know, I love doing this, but it's not fun when I have to do it solo. I still love doing this, but doing it on my yeah. own is not, it's not fun. It's not mm. work, but it's not, it's not fun the same way it is when you're here with me. You know, if, that, yeah. if, if you can still love it, that. but the, the enjoyment aspect you love is taken away from you. Yeah. It's Does different. Like sense? I noticed that you're saying that, yeah, the, the banter, well, it's the same thing. Like every now and then, sometimes when we do a show and you have to like go away for a while. And then sometimes I'm there like, you know, 15 or 20 minutes and I'm talking and I'm, I'm talking with the kids and sometimes we have a guest, so that makes it easier. Mm. But, uh, but I'm talking and it's almost like I'm waiting for something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the back and forth, right. And if the back right. and forth is there, it's, it's less, it's, it's a different less show enjoyable for us. Yeah. It's a different, it's a different show. I mean, look, there are going to be times when I can't be here. There are times when, when you can't be here, but we still want to deliver product and content to, uh, the kits and cubs. And you know, you got to keep the wheels rolling. Got to keep the wheels yep. rolling. You do. You do. Um, there is a lot going on. Um, I have a lot to share personally, of course. Um, but uh, we have a short show. Um, so quick version, and I will uh, talk more at another point. The uh, concert was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> loved cool. it, loved it, loved it, loved it. I felt like I was in a teenager again or my early 20s. Uh, one of the fun things, you know, those things that you wonder sometimes when you're a kid, like when, like when I was a kid and I saw those punk rockers, I always mm-hmm. wondered like what would happen when they're older. Mm-hmm. Just like right now, I you know when I see all the piercing of the tattoos, and I think like thirty four years from now we're going to have a very interesting group of senior citizens. Yeah, so going to be well, yeah, well, goth people. When I was in high school, have grown up to be goth adults, so they look just as good, but even more stylish, appropriate for their age, better budget, because so, <laughs> they're not in high school. <laughs> so uh, yes. yeah. Really cool to be going to a concert for a band that's been around for 40 years and um, seeing, yes, there are some younger people there, but most of the people are my age and older and we're all rocking out. <laughs> cool. 
lot of fun. Um, so the concert was great. Uh, yeah, I had to spend an extra day in Quebec City, uh, which doesn't suck. Um, but um, how would I put it? Uh, I try to use rideshare services now and then because they're mm-hmm. a little more green and they're less expensive, except that uh, since COVID happened, I, I think people have gotten a little greedy and uh, a lot of the people uh, are listing their rides on multiple services at the same times, but not amending their ads when they sell seats on other services. So uh, to go, I booked, it took me booking four different rides where people wrote and said, oh, I got an emergency. Oh, the seat is already thin or the car is full. So I finally got a train ticket on the way that was a last minute sale. So that was, that was okay. And on the way back, so while I was raiding at the pickup spot, it was a mess. The pickup spot was an abandoned gas station with like yellow puss lace tape all over the place. And about like, <laughs> within like 20 minutes, the person didn't write me, didn't call me, didn't even yell my name. I sent him texts, letting him know what exactly I was wearing and left without me. He left me stranded. Well. <laughs> So I took it not have like an Uber type app where they can pinpoint you. I guess they don't have that. eh? No, I don't think so. But I mean, the place was not big Mm. and I did not have my headphones on. All I had to do was yell my name. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I got to stay there. Fortunately, good things happen. Turns out I had left my glasses, so I got them back. Uh, I got to go to my favorite restaurant in the world, which was all full up for Easter weekend, but it was okay Mm. on Monday. And while I was at the restaurant, uh, you know that feeling when you're at your favorite restaurant in the world and you have a very, very cute and attentive waiter, and suddenly he just comes up to you and says, I'm so sorry, but their chef happened to prepare an extra charcuterie board, and it's just going to go to the waste. Would you like it? It was a good night. <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't totally bad that I ended up getting stranded there. Put on I some weight on the weekend, did you? <laughs> <laughs> so I got everything ticked off on the list that I wanted to do, just not in the order or on the days, <laughs> except for the you concert. Know, um, I planned to do them. You never know I the courage. I didn't get there when I planned to. I didn't leave when I planned to. I, didn't. <laughs> I got there one day late and left one day late. <laughs> well, you never know what the cards are going to deal. The universe is going to give you a hand, and you got to deal with the one you get. So, uh, you, it didn't land on your on your uh, play deck the way you wanted it to, but it worked out in the end, right? It worked out in the end. The only thing, unfortunately, that did not work out for me happened yesterday night. Now, on my personal Twitter feed yesterday. Um, I posted this, Mr. Grizzly. Yes, <laughs> I know what this is. I know what this is. Um, a big F with lots of bleeps all the way with a K, a couple of exclamation marks, and don't ask. <laughs> yeah, that's, we call that vague booking? <laughs> yes. I needed to vent. <laughs> and I was in a very, 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 very public place. So like that was the only way to do it? Uh, Karina, yes. Did you lose? I play, not only did I lose, I played the worst game ever in my life. That happens. I I personally that's, sunk that's, our team. That's the balance, though. That's how the universe is balancing itself. So your weekend got extended. You got the extra charcuterie board. You ate at the favorite restaurant in the world that was booked solid on the weekend. So for that little bonus, you had to give up something over here. That's how it works, yeah. man. That's how it works. I was. Oh, for six, my first six shots. 
I could not make a takeout to save my life. There was something in my lower back that was pulling me. Every time I was sliding out, instead of sliding out, I was like sliding out curved. Mm. It was really weird. And I could, there was nothing I could do to stop it. <sighs> yeah. So, I mean, we put action, it, an equal and opposite reaction, right? Yeah. So you know. now on the upside, even though I was extremely frustrated and very sad, I almost wanted to cry on the ice because <laughs> mm. I mean, I literally sunk us. There's no crying uh, or curling. I know that, but I actually never gave up. I kept a positive attitude as much as I could <laughs> in the moment, but I did not sink down and I kept trying. I did finally manage to get the hang of the ice eventually, but it was too late. Mm. So yeah. yeah, it's a little disappointing. So I got one curling match left this year and that's next Friday or this Friday, this Saturday. Yeah, so the B final. So Jim, <laughs> Jim goes, there is crying and curling. <laughs> he might know. <laughs> I, I All right. Others, but that's me. I, I, I must admit, I have cried and curling before, but I usually wait till the end of the match and then go to a bathroom stall and do it very, very quietly and then <laughs> wait till everybody's gone, then rinse my eyes and then go up for the beer. And it's like, nothing's wrong. <laughs> All right, okay. uh, let's talk some news because, ooh, boy, uh, a lot has happened. Um, there's a lot, lot, lot going on. I won't be able to get to everything quick today. Here. Yep, two quick things. First off, let's take a look at the weather cam. There it is. It's weathering outside. Yep, yep, yep. There's the weather cam. All right. <laughs> That's the first quick thing. And the second quick thing is this. Um, whoops, that's the wrong one. I got this one here. Uh, I don't know if anybody's aware of this, but um, companies are really trying to drive people back to work. So what they're doing is to uh, entice people back to work. They're offering things like improved food things, uh, foosball tables, uh, perks, free coffee, better lunch selections, snack carts, things like that. But, but here's the interesting thing about it. Um, workers have some cachet now for the first time since unions were basically abandoned in the last 25, 30 years. Workers that are not unionized and are in private sector companies now have some cachet because they, they have a little bit of saying, no, I'm not going to do that. You pay me more or give me a reason to come into the office. Well, we'll just fire you. I'll go down the street where they're waiting for me to go. Now that's not my, that's not me personally, mm -hmm. but I see this happen every day. Mm -hmm. This is a good thing. Mm -hmm. This is a good thing. This will improve life for everyone. Overall, it's not happening overnight. It's going to take some time, but trust me when I say this, this is a good thing for everyone. Workers are realizing your company is nothing without me. Yes, I know we'll all eventually be replaced by AI and robots, but between now and then, you got to pay me what I'm worth. And I like this. I like this a lot. Mm, I agree. I agree. Giving, you know, giving workers the chance to do it. Yes, indeed. Um, and as the kids might know, that there appears that there's going to be a vote today from the public service union to see whether or not they go on strike, including Canada Revenue Agency uh, employees, which may be the pressure tactic to get the government to negotiate so that the tax revenue does come in in time for May 1st. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, it's strategic yeah. timing. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. That's a 
because again, as we mentioned, we have a healthy public service, one of the most professional, independent uh, public service in the entire nonpartisan in the entire world. So, um, and they have worked very, very, very hard for us over the last three years. Like I know a lot of people are complaining because passports were slow for a while and all kinds. Yeah, but a lot of people had their whole lives upended as well. They were people that were pulled off their regular files and their regular jobs and put on, you know, at the CRA and at EIA so that, you know, people could get their checks and whatnot. I mean, our public servants had to be extremely flexible. Oh, yes. And mobile and adaptable over the period of three years to keep the lights on while the whole world was going to pot, it seemed particularly in the phase where we didn't know what was happening at all. We didn't know anything about the virus and how it was spread. So, you know, on, I can only speak for myself, but as a grateful citizen to our public servants and what they've done over the last three years for us, give them a freaking raise, pay them what they're worth. Yeah. 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 Pay nurses, they've earned, pay doctors, pay public they've servants. Let them work at home if they if they want or need to. Let them have flexible arrangements. Let them just. I understand that the place of work, and as Mona Fortier said, who is the president of the Treasury Board, you know, place of work is the unique decision of the employer and of the federal government. But don't be a dick about it. Don't be a dick about it. You're still a government at this moment, in part because those public servants moved mountains. And carried the lakes from one place to a whole other in order to make things happen. Right? You guys made the decisions and you made good decisions and it looked good, but people had to execute those decisions for you for you to look good. And they did it damn well. So pay them. Anyway, that's my two cents. Yep. But I'm always completely agree. I'm always a big fan of paying people what they're worth. Well, you know, it's it's long overdue. Uh, like I said, it's it's long overdue because of the fact that we've had so many decades of of dwindling away at unions, public sector unions, private sector unions, and diminishing. You know, as productivity's gone up, incomes have not. Mm. So, this is going to help to change that. Yeah. Now, at least I hope it does. Me too. Speaking of money, uh, today is also a big day in the financial world because the Bank of Canada, our central bank, is going to make its interest rate decision today. It is expected that they will hold the line again uh, because of the financial difficulties that we've been having, particularly with the banking sector. There is still some concern about contagion, even though it seems to be pretty well contained for now. But these things are a little like time-release bombs that kind of just sort of pop up every now and then. And... um, Mm -hmm. As we mentioned, since in the U.S., a lot of uh, it was only like the top 25 banks or something like that that still had any of those uh, Dodd-Frank rules applied to it. That means that there were a lot of banks that had assets valued in, well, in billions, let's say, (laughs) maybe even trillions, uh, that uh, are considered mere regional banks. And uh, so there was lots of opportunity for contagion, but so far it seems pretty good. Uh, However... We're getting back to the spring, and it looks like there will be a response from Ukraine and Russia. 
there will be more disruption. The IPCC, that's the International Panel on Climate Change, keeps on putting reports saying that we're doing worse and worse. So there seems to be a lot of pressures on the international scene that are coming to bear all at the same time, while at the same time, a lot of people are now starting to renew mortgages with the new higher higher interest rates because they went up 4% over the course of the last year. Um, so there is risk re-entering the forecast. Claire Fan, who is an RRBC economist, has stated, so there are very early signs that we may be at that tipping point or the turning point for the economy to start seeing more of a weakening trend moving forward. And that's when uncertainties really rise. And that's where the delicate balance of the bank is, is whether or not do they keep the interest rates going. Because as we mentioned before on the show, it takes about two full years for the impact of a Bank of Canada move to be felt. We're at about, we're over year one. They started... Mm rising the interest rates in March of last year. So that that's where you see inflation starting to go down, even though it hasn't affected food, because there are a whole other sets of factors uh, that are responsible for food inflation that are not necessarily just economic in terms of interest rates, but you've got like shipping routes and storage and um, all that kind of stuff. And the, whole, the whole nine yards. The whole nine yards. Uh, so... You have a lot of pressures, and the International International Monetary Fund this week released its uh, five-year projection report for the global economy, and it is the weakest report in the last three decades. Mm-hmm. So it would seem that a lot of the pent-up demand from the pandemic has now been somewhat exhausted. Um, the IMF says that we're entering a perilous quote, perilous phase, with not more than 3% growth in 2020 uh, scheduled uh for the coming years. The lowest, that's the lowest since the reports were first published in 1990. It is concerned that more bank turmoil could lead to global recessions and that core inflation has not yet peaked in certain countries. Okay, so ours has peaked, right? We hit something like 8.1% or something like that and we're down Mm -hmm. into the fives or something. There are certain countries that haven't peaked yet and there are countries like Turkey where their inflation rate was, I think, like 70% and there are some that it's even over 100 on the world, like we're doing really well considering. And again, our public servants have a lot to do with that. Um, so the IMF says, and this is a quote, in our latest forecast, global growth will bottom out at 2.8% this year before rising modestly to 3% next year, almost unchanged from January's projections. This year's slowdown is concentrated in advanced economies where growth is expected to fall to 1.3% this year. We're an advanced economy. But for increasing modestly next, but increasing modestly next year, by contrast, emerging markets and developing economies are already pushing ahead. In many cases, with year-end growth accelerating to four point five percent this year from two point eight percent last year, the recent banking instability reminds us, however, that the situation remains fragile. I so, like the IMF better when they were with Tammy Wynette. Oh no, that's the KLF. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the KLF. I, I, I liked I, I, I liked their other song, Unbelievable. Yes. Oh no, yes. that's EMF. 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 Sorry. Right. EMF. Sorry. Not IMF. You know. Yeah. So the bankers yeah, got <laughs> This is the bankers that got school. Unbelievable. <laughs> the interest rate today. <laughs> cool bankers. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, there's a, uh, we've been talking about Chinese interference a lot on the show. Uh, well, sorry, interference by the communist 
Party of yes, the People's yes, Republic of China. Let's not, um, yes. Yes, yeah, it doesn't. Yes, I know it doesn't roll off the tongue smoothly, but it is important um, because they are not the same thing. Um, Well, uh, we're you know how we've been getting these messages from people who know something about spycraft and intelligence, how Mm -hmm. you shouldn't really rely on everything because well, it's not as accurate. Well, we're getting another warning about that. Uh, the world is getting another warning this time. It's from the UK Ministry of Defense, who says the leaked documents had demonstrated a serious level of inaccuracy while warning readers to be cautious on the grounds that they have the potential to spread disinformation. Which documents are those? Well, it's that revealed leak of US documents stating uh, inf- giving information, allegedly, about the upcoming um, offensive that uh, Ukraine plans for the spring and that report says allegedly that there are nations particularly the uk the netherlands latvia the united states and france that have active military elite units on the ground in ukraine doing things Mm -hmm. that is a very 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 important piece of information that i'm sure a lot of people did not want to get out um, yes. According to that report, the UK is the one that with the biggest contingent, with 50 members of elite military units, including the Special Air Service, on the ground. Now, we are being told not to put too much stock in those reports because they might be inaccurate because they are intelligence, and intelligence is sometimes faulty, incomplete, or deliberately false. <laughs> In order to mess things up. So, um, similar principle, different context, but similar principle. Just interesting how themes repeat. Well, and and should we address the whole Trudeau Foundation entire board resigning yesterday? Because that's another piece of huge news. Right. And, and, and. That one really upsets me because this is politicking by Skippy, who's co- this is two charities they've destroyed now, two, yep. two charities they destroyed, and both these charities happen to help young people in their educational pursuits. Yes, and stimulate wanting to be engaged members of society. So, why do you think that is? They want to keep you ignorant, stupid, in the dark, so they can lie to you constantly. And you will swallow their lies because you won't have enough money to actually, you're going to have to work 80 hours a week. You won't have enough money to barely make ends meet. You're going to have to do everything you can to keep a roof over your head and food on your table. And as a result, you won't have time to pay attention and actually do the reading to make sure that what they're telling you is truthful. You will take them at their word because they're supposed to be truthful. But no, they're lying to you through their teeth. They just destroyed a PhD scholarship fund in name and honor of the late Prime Minister Pierre Elliott Trudeau. And they did it because of the name with uh, another line of crap that it accepted money from China and that it was mixed up with uh, interference in the election. Look, man, the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, has nothing to do with the foundation other than it shares his surname. Yeah, it was named after his father, but his father didn't start it. It started after his father had been laid to rest. So I hope you're proud, Skippy. I hope you and your party are proud. 
You've done it again. You've destroyed a charity designed to help young people get a leg up in life. Do you kiss your mouth with your mother with that mouth? You're disgusting. I can't stand that man so much. And and he it's a direct result of what he said and did. This is a direct result of him spewing forth more crap. And it just angers me to no end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. Um, so we... <sighs> yep, they, they just basically mass resigned. And here's the thing, right? They're bas- they're basically saying that it's impossible for them to maintain the status quo with everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that we have we have these people, like Skippy, for example, who are saying specifically, right, or, or people raising doubts, like, "Oh yeah, Rod's right. The entire board resigned because of one single donation." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. It was one donation. Some business tycoon in China made a $1 million donation, 800000 of which went to the University of Montréal, I believe, and 200000 went to the Trudeau Foundation. Well, and the university runs the foundation, by the way. I, I don't think so. No? No. No, somebody posted that in a tweet, and that's, there's nothing on the website that says that the university oh. actually runs the foundation. That's It has its own board, and it's independent. Um, that was someone trying to do some apologism for foundation and putting in an inaccurate fact. Uh, however, one, I, I believe that there are some, they have very well established programs with the Université de Montréal. Yes. Specifically. Yes. Um, because I believe that that's where Justin did go, I think, when he was doing his engineering, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. I might be wrong on that one. Um, so, yeah. You have this one donation and you have people like Pierre Polver now calling it the Beijing funded Trudeau, right? Just like it was when it was the Senate, right? It was the liberal dominated Senate for about like seven years, right? It wasn't just the Senate. They always had to say the liberal dominated, liberal dominated, dominated unelected Senate or something. So it's now not only the Trudeau Foundation, it's official name now in conservative circles is the Beijing funded or Beijing backed Trudeau Foundation because of one donation. So again, in the pool of all the donations it has received since its existence. Make it Beijing funding and Beijing backed. Okay, okay, let's go with that. Remember when uh, there was these stories coming out a few years ago when Harper was our prime minister about Mm. some members of parliament receiving free sponsored trips? There were 18 members that year that received sponsored trips. Three of them were conservative, and three of them received free sponsored trips to Taiwan, mm-hmm. which is claimed by China. Mm-hmm. And China's ready to take over at yep. the drop of a hat. So um, if Skippy, as uh, Kitlin Dam says it right there, you're going exactly where I'm going, Kitlin Dam. If Skippy took money from China to travel to Taiwan, so he's the Beijing-funded leader of the opposition then, right? If all it takes, if, if, it's, if it's the principle of just one drop, yep. as is for race, just one, one, 
Yes. Makes 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 you Chinese backed. Yeah. Then Skippy uh, is backed to the tune of about twenty one thousand six hundred dollars. He says eight thousand dollars less, but twenty one thousand six hundred. And not only him, but his then girlfriend, now wife. Mm-hmm. I'd like a twenty one thousand dollar vacation. I'd like a twenty one hundred dollar vacation. Hell, give me two hundred bucks and I'll be happy. Yeah, lots of stories about vacations, right? Bohemian Grove. Mm-hmm. Stephen Harper spent time there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It turns out, yeah. So Stephen Harper and uh, Clarence Thomas have in common that they spent time on <laughs> at Bohemian Grove. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Oh well. Yeah. So uh, I got a little upset yesterday, uh, Mister Grizzly. Mm-hmm. And it led to a thread. Who did I piss off? I don't, well, I mean, I guess I may have pissed off conservatives. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but it seems that it resonated. Uh, so it just, I, I just got tired of mm-hmm. the hypocrisy. So I started up yesterday and I only had like four or five when I started. But as I kept on thinking of it, more and more came up. Mr. Grizzly, if you put it up there. So I'm going to blow this up just a little bit. There we go. Hypocrisy. Thy name is conservative. And it's a series of tweets, but they all have the similar formulation. So, for example, conservatives have a problem with Trudeau buying donuts for his staff. Mm Mm-hmm. Conservatives have no problem with Skippy delivering Timmy's to occupiers, terrorists, or hostage takers. Let's look at that for a split second. He bought it from a privately, independently owned and operated donut shop in Winnipeg that has the best donuts in town, I'm told, and they pay a living wage, vacation, and sick days. And yes, what he it, bought Woke Elite Donuts. Woke Elite Donuts. And Skippy bought them from an international corporation owned by a Brazilian company. That used cheap ingredients and don't pay the employees well and... Right. Take so a look quality at that of ingredients, quality of the workspace, quality, that's what you're paying for. Like, and one bought one for a Canadian company and one didn't. Conservatives have a problem with Trudeau charging 6000 a night for the Queen's funeral. Conservatives have no problem with Candace spending $19,000 about on linens and mattress and moving costs for a few months. Mm-hmm. Conservatives have a problem with China donation to the Trudeau Foundation, which funds higher learning. Conservatives have no problem with China donated trips to CPC MPs who fund nothing but themselves with the money. Conservatives have a problem with pulled Government of Canada funding under Trudeau, originally given to a noted anti-Semite in media. Conservatives have no problem with three MPs rolling out the red carpet for a Nazi and breaking bread with her. They've done nothing to atone for the error. And it just goes on. And you know what? Seven, eight, nine, ten. Like, should, the more I thought about it, you got to get that in unroll. You got to unroll that. You got to put that into Threadreader app and get it unrolled because, dude... That is something that everybody needs to read and understand what's taking place. It's the level of hypocrisy. It's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. It just goes on and on and on and on, and they never 
atone for it. They never answer to it. They never have the media confront them because the second anybody from mainstream media asks them a question that they don't like, they run away or dismiss. Mm -hmm. Now, this is, you know, our our Twitter feed only has just slightly over a thousand. We're getting close to a thousand one hundred. And it's like, 9,361. Like, we don't get 9,361 views on almost anything. And it hasn't even been up a full 24 hours yet. It's resonating with people because people will see it and understand how truthful it is. It's just, again, if you put all of their state, if you take all of their statements individually, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. look at them right up against the tree, as most mm-hmm. of our media does, you get the lazy story. If you take a step back and look. Bigger picture, folks. Step back to see the bigger picture. And guess what? Ooh, interesting. They're hypocritical hypocrites and guilty of that which they accuse the other side. The other side being the other side of the House of Commons. One of my favorite ones on the thread is because, well, you know, because petty is my favorite color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my favorite one was um, conservatives have a problem with prime minister when prime minister Trudeau visits honorary Canadian citizen, the Aga Khan at his luxurious home. Conservatives have no problem with interim leader. Rona Ambrose is sending herself on energy mogul Murray Edwards luxury lot. The very same Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> of course she did call the ethics commissioner. Mm-hmm while she was on the boat. It's like, ooh, Trudeau's getting in trouble for the Agacon. I guess I better call the ethics commissioner and clear what it is that I'm actually doing and have been doing for the last few days. I, I think at that point, Rona just didn't give a shit anymore. She did She did do that. You are correct. But I think she was kind of like, look, I'm out of here in a few months. As soon as they elect a new leader, I'm gone. And, and, and here's the interesting thing, right? That was the one case that Mary Dawson, the ethics commissioner that was appointed by Harper, who had her term extended and extended because they couldn't find anybody else that wanted to take the job, <laughs> according mm-hmm. to Dale Smith. <laughs> and um, that was the one case in the entire time that she was the ethics commissioner that she found a problem with ethics. And she found a problem with ethics with Trudeau going to the Aga Khan's island, but not with Rana Ambrose going on her very, very rich boyfriend's energy mogul magnet yacht and calling while she was on the yacht to clear it. Mary Dawson didn't find any ethical problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. Do as I say. The very same Christmas. (laughs) Rules for for me, not for thee. Rules for thee, not for me, or whatever. You know know how the saying goes. I get it mixed up. Hypocrisy. Yes. So, but again, so when you hear those conservatives say, oh my God, we have the most unethical prime minister ever. How many times is he about? They're going for the, the ethics norm. commissioner found a problem with one and not the other. <laughs> they happened at the same damn time. It's the same damn thing. Yeah. <sighs> I guess she had one degree of separations because it was her very, very rich boyfriend's friend mm. and not her friend. Right. Because that whole thing turned around. What's the definition of friend? Oh, also, so, so, so if the Aga Khan was Sophie's best friend, it would have been okay for the that Prime Minister. Fine, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. So you're telling me that the Prime Minister of Canada, <laughs> whose father 
was the prime minister who was friends with the Aga Khan. And the Aga Khan has known him since he was a little boy. Paul Bearer at the funeral. <sighs> Paul Bearer at the funeral. Can I, can I show that you? Membership has its, that, you need membership into the club to be the pallbearer at the funeral. <laughs> can I show you a picture? I want to show you a picture right now because this sums up how I'm feeling about this. All right. I, I don't know if you've seen this. This was at a Danielle Smith uh, press conference yesterday about healthcare in Alberta. Mm. And take a close yes. look at the healthcare worker in the mask and the death stare. And oh, look, what, what's that on her left hand? Mm-hmm. Oh, a and, single digit. And somebody pointed out, uh, notice that her name tag is flipped over. Mm-hmm. She knows. <laughs> Look closely at the healthcare worker's hand. <sighs> Little sign language going on there. <laughs> yeah, two, two quick hits and then we got to wrap up. I saw right. this ad um, um, regarding, you know, getting back to the, the, um, Dylan Mulvaney and the trans mm-hmm. Bud Light kerfuffle. Well, I saw this yeah. uh, thing today. Now, a lot of people are not putting a trans person in their ad, and these mostly right-wing Bud Light customers have tossed all their Bud Lights in the trash in a blind rage, and it got me to thinking, just hear me out. What if trans people, hear me out, do ads for guns? Yes. Yes. <laughs> So yes. Let's start painting rainbow flags on AR-15s. Well, I mean, historically, we do have a model. I think it was around the time that the Black Panther organization in the United States decided that they were going to start exercising their Second Amendment rights. That uh, that all of a sudden, oh, wait a minute, wait, 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 maybe we need some control on that. Walked into the California State Legislature when the governor was Ronald Reagan with M16s, which they were legally allowed to own and possess. The very next day, they tabled legislation to restrict uh, automatic, semi-automatic, and assault rifles being carried in public in the state of California. Mm-hmm. The next day, yeah. under conservative, Republican, worst president in the history of the United States of America prior to Donald Trump, yes, Ronald Reagan. Yes, yes, yes America, go on and give us we of the rainbow people who tend to be overachievers' weapons. There's a reason we redecorate. (laughs) We're good at what we do. (laughs) Oh, yes. <laughs> Just like, don't piss off. Look, you remember how the Stonewall? Does anybody remember how the Stonewall riots got started? <laughs> the policeman came into the club on the wrong night <laughs> and harassed well, it started by people. a drag queen, if memory serves. Yeah, mostly the drag queens, the transsexuals, and the sex trade workers. Mm-hmm. Piss us off. Stonewall riots, baby. Riot. <laughs> I predict a riot. We're all about love and peace and rainbows and lollipops and glitter and unicorns. Until you mess come, with us. If you come find us, you'll come looking for us, you'll find us. <laughs> Gays get shit done, particularly the lesbians. All right? 
So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's a show. Mr. Grizzly, what do you think? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. There we go. Kits, we hope that you loved this edition of The Daily Beaver because we loved making it for you. And, well, if you, I am all mixed up in my notes. I am sorry. I'm trying to buy some time here. Uh, if you remember that sharing is caring and word of mouth is priceless, so please let your peeps know about us. And because democracy is something that you do, yes, please, again, keep writing. Keep writing. Uh, I wish I had more original stuff for you right now. Yeah. You know, the different thing every week or whatnot. But I mean, this is just, yeah. you have a voice. And use this it. is the time to use it. This is the time to use it. I mean, it's, yeah. Anyway, you got to let, you have to let them know. It's the, politicians are ridiculously risk adverse. And if they've got people writing them, saying, I've taken the time to write and I'm mad and I'm telling you that I'm going to dedicate myself to making sure that you do not get reelected, get my entire circle, if you do this stuff, it does get their attention. Oh, yes. Um, If you like this podcast, you can find us on the Cryer Media Network, as well as all Beaver Grizzly friendly platforms. Stars and reviews are appreciated. Please be generous. We appreciate that. We love to hear from you. Reach us on our Facebook at True North Eager Beaver, on our Twitter at True Eager, or by email at TrueNorthEagerBeaver at gmail.com. And you can subscribe via our pod page, podpage.com slash the True North Eager Beaver, lowercase letters with the hyphen between each one of those words. And we will come straight to you when we have something fresh off the bandwidth. And if you happen to be listening to us on our YouTube channel, well, why not smash those buttons? Why not like it? And why not subscribe? Because that helps us out big time. We are trying Trying to reach at least 1,000. If you give us 2,000, we won't complain so that we can monetize this thing. So please help us out. We can't do this without your kind and generous support. So if you feel that we've done a particularly good show, if you're particularly happy that I'm back, maybe <laughs> any reason is a good reason. Uh, if you're watching, you can scan the QR code right above Mr. Grizzly's upward pointed finger right there. Upward pointed finger kids get your minds out the gutter all right and uh <laughs> i love it when i make you blush like that <laughs> if you scan it that will bring you to our emergency hot chocolate fund oh and well look empty. Yeah, he's all out. he's all out. he needs out. a refill i need a refill yeah and uh if you could also donate a refill on curling skills <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and if you're li- if you're listening, then you go to coffee ko-fi.com slash eager beaver, all in one word, lowercase letters, to make your donation. Uh, we received a wonderful donation, I believe. I don't remember off the top of my head from Kit Ann, but uh, we will get back to it and give you a proper shout out on uh, on another episode. But we did receive it. Thank you very, very, very much. Um, from the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it could be a tough world out there. So please be kind to and gentle with yourself. I see uh, Kit Jim asking links for merch. They're still not up yet, no, I believe. Uh, but we're working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. Um, we're bringing the merch, uh, merch division in-house uh, to the network. So it's just taking a little time. But we will have merch. Don't worry about it. Um, Mr. Grizzly, do you have some words of wisdom for us before we go? Yeah. Be grateful. Mm-hmm. Just be grateful. 
I know, I know it's tough. I know it's a tough time. I know it's, uh, things are, are bleak and dark, but the springtime weather is here. The warm weather is here. The sunshine is still going to shine. Even if the clouds are out, it's still one more day on this earth is a, is a day you didn't, uh, you didn't know you were going to have. So be grateful for it and go out and do your best and be kind to others, except for the Nazis. Feel free to punch them at random. There you go. There you go. And uh, over the course of this weekend, uh, at some point, we will have our second Alberta special. So uh, please stay tuned for that, kids. All right, oh, Mr. And, Chris. And well, the following weekend, I think we're going to do a podcast. Uh, which yeah. weekend is that? The 22nd. Uh, that might be, yes. That, yeah, that's probably my better weekend. I figured as much. That's why I yeah. penciled it in on the schedule. <laughs> yep. Yeah, actually, no, that is the good weekend because that's the weekend I have to be in town for the Malonga Night Workshop as well. Okay, so cool. That will save me a trip. Okay. Let's cool. get on out of here. All right. Mr. Grizzly, please roll the credits. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. The True North Eager Beaver Podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors. The Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum. And The Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Oh, me? Uh, I'm just rolling a joint. (laughs) (laughs) Take time to smell the daffodils, kids. (laughs) We'll see you. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.